Hello, this is Sister Ellis, and I want to talk to you, I want to share with you about another resident that I had the privilege of taking care of, uh, and her name was Miss Mary. Now, Miss Mary was partially blind, but she had everything thing organized on her Tape or her dresser and everything, but she knew exactly what everything were. She was very independent, and Miss Mary was set, and she loved talking about food. I'm telling Miss Mary, she when I come in, you know, we sit down and talk, and she was okay. Let me tell you how to cook this, or let me tell you how to cook. You know, she's one day she said, Let me tell you how to cook a roast beef. And so, and you know what? I enjoyed her. I enjoyed listening to her cook. She loved cooking for her family. She absolutely loved cooking for her husband. She loved when, she, when uh, he came home from work. She had everything ready. I mean, she just got a joy out of cooking for her family. So she told me about, uh, one day she told me about cooking a roast. She said, I want to tell you how to cook a roast. And so um, she began to talk about, okay, she said, you take a roast and you season it. And she said, cut little, she said, cut little slits inside your roast and you put some seasoning on it and then you turn it over you put seasoning on it and she said and don't forget to season the side of your roast she said some people season the back and the front but they don't season the side she said I season my whole roast <laughs> she said I season my whole roast and so she said and then you take uh, butter. But she said, you take the oil, you put the oil in it and butter because she said, the oil keep the butter from burning. And so you take it and you brown your roast on both sides and then you uh, take the roast out of the pan and the uh, gravy in in the liquid that left in the pan you add water to it and then you put your roast back in the pan and she said and put the pan in the oven <laughs> she said put the pan in the oven put it put it in the oven and everything and put the top on and let it cook let it cook. And while your roast is cooking, you can decide, okay, I'm going to have potato with the roast or I'm not going to have rice. You know, and so she she just went on and on and on. And she said, and while my roast is cooking, she said, you know, I'm cleaning them. She was doing other things and everything. And then she says, she might, let me see, she talked about you know, like squash and, and like bell pepper together. And she could take a squash and, um, you know, she put um, like crumbs, breadcrumbs over the squash to make, 
what was she making? A squash casserole, I think. So anyway, so she did that and everything. So she enjoyed that. She enjoyed that. So one day, um, I was there with her. And she said, I need to tell you how to bake an onion. Well, I had never heard of anyone baking an onion by itself. But she said, you take large onions. And you peel the, the top off. You know, the side, the peeling off. And she said, and you rinse your onions off. And then you kind of dry them. And then you sprinkle your favorite season, she said. She said, if you have a favorite season, like you like the season with your chicken with, your roast with, you can use that season on your onion. And put a little butter on it. Put it in a pan. And she said, you can either, you know, put it in a pan and put it in the oven and let your onion bake. And I went like, oh my God. I said, Miss Mary, that sounds really good. And she said, oh, it is good. And she said, you take the onions and you and you take the onion out of the pan. She said, don't put the pan that you cook, cooked in on the table. She said, she said, you, she said, and she took a bowl and she put the onions, you know, like on a platter. She put the onions on the platter in the center of the table. And she said, and when my husband came home and I set the table, she said, sometimes we would have greens and potatoes and everything. And she said, whatever you're eating. She said, he loves slicing that onion and eating it with his food. He enjoyed that. And she said, and I did too. So she said, always try to have, you know, baked onions or something to go with your meal. She said, it just made the meal taste better. And I said, Miss Mary, you know what? I'm going to try that. I'm really going to try because it really did sound good. So Miss Mary was telling me about cooking. She, they're from Louisiana, so she said they, they cooked a lot of seafood. Well... I myself don't eat shrimp, but she they had shrimp. She said they would cook shrimp. And it's a fish she said. Crawdad or something. Crawdad. That's I I don't know whether she said that fish it was a sausage crawdad. I don't remember. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know. Crawdad, I think. And she was telling me about that. Well, I had never heard of that, you know, and everything. And uh, she was telling me about making gumbo and everything. She was telling me, <laughs> you take this gumbo. You take, like, a lot of different meats. You know, I think it's, she said, vegetables. Anyway, I, I can't remember everything she was saying. But anyway, it sounded good. The whole thing. When she mentioned something about okra, well, you know, <laughs> about okra, but Miss Mary loved talking about food. So one night, you know, she was sleeping and everything, and I was sitting up, and I was, you know, maybe watching TV or reading or doing something. Kind of dozing off myself, you know. All at once, Miss Mary jumped up. She said, 
I want a chicken leg. I want a chicken leg. I want a chicken leg. And I jumped up. I said, Miss Mary, she said, I want a chicken leg. I want a chicken leg. I said, okay, 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 Miss Mary, okay. I said, just wait just a minute. I said, now. I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get us some food, but it may not be chicken egg, but I said I'm gonna go get us something, okay? I said just wait just a minute. And so I I went down to the nurse station and looked in the refrigerator and I got graham crackers. I got a little pack of graham cracker, peanut butter, because I told her, I said, I'm gonna get us something. I said, Miss Mary, I tell you what, we're gonna have a picnic, okay? Okay? And so she said that she said, okay. And so I got graham crackers. I got applesauce. You know, they have these little cups of, uh, you know, just something for uh, the residents to eat if they get hungry. Y'all, this was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, applesauce. And what else I got? Um, ground cracker, applesauce. And I got juice and everything. So and Oh, and they had these little cheese in the little package. The little cheese. And I took it down there. I said, Miss Mary, I'm setting up this little table. We're going to have a picnic. And she said, well, okay. And so <laughs> I set up the table right quick and everything. But do you know, we sit there and we ate. She enjoyed that. She really did. She enjoyed that. And so, so as we was eating, <laughs> we was eating, you know, all of those. So now we was talking. And she started telling me how to cook. Um, I think it was like greens with onion. Like you mix greens together. You mix greens together. And she was telling me how to mix like turnip and mustard greens and stuff like that together. So she was telling me about how to cook greens that we sit in there eating, you know, and uh, putting peanut butter on the crackers and and uh oh I had uh a little thing of fruit cocktail. We just had a real nice snack that night. I really enjoyed Miss Mary. So uh after that got everything cleaned up, she went to bed. So she oh let me tell you about Miss Mary. <laughs> let me tell you something about her. Miss Mary loved her radio. Miss Mary will play that radio, y'all. I'm telling Miss Mary, love her radio. And so, so she would have it on a station. They're like, oh, man. Like, oh, man. <laughs> she was, Miss Mary, she was just, but she loved her music and stuff. And, and she would have it on. And so one night, I have to tell y'all this. One night, this radio was on. These people were just talking. They were just talking. And I was in my light. So I said, well, let me turn it down at least a little bit. So, because she didn't, she liked it kind of loud, too. So I went over there, and I turned it down a little bit. And then I went back and sat down. Oh, about thirty or so minutes later, Miss Mary said, Thelma, I said, ma'am, she said, did the radio go off? <laughs> I, said, I said, no, Miss Mary. I said, I just turned it down just a little bit. Just a little bit, okay? And so she said, I said, well, do I need to turn it back up a little bit? <laughs> she 
she said, just a little bit. So I turned it back up a little bit. I went, oh, Lord. But I enjoyed Miss Mary. She was so sweet. She was so sweet. So I just wanted to share the story of Miss Mary. Love talking about recipes. Love talking about cooking. Love cooking for her family, her husband, and everything. So I just want to encourage you, if you have a family, love your family. Love doing it. You know, we cook anyway. But love and enjoy talking about your family. And share with someone a recipe. <laughs> Share with someone your a good recipe. They want to go home and try. Okay, well, may God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. This is Sister Ellis from Inspiration of Hope podcast. And I want to share a story with you on today. I received a call and were asked to come and assist a resident at an assisted living home. So I walked into her room and spoke and introduced myself. And she was just sitting there staring at the wall. Staring at the wall. She didn't say anything. She didn't. She was just sitting there. So I just sat down real quietly. And she just continued to stare at the wall. And all at once, she says, She died. She died. She died. That's all they said was, she died. And I went, oh my God. She said, I asked them about a resident that lives here. And all they could say to me was, she died. If that's what they're going to say about me, if that's what they're going to say, when someone come to ask about me, if that's all they're going to say, she died? And I'm just sitting there and I began to look at the pictures that she had. And I asked her, I say, who is this little boy on this picture? And she says, that's my great-grandson. And what about these pictures here? Who is is on these pictures? She said, those are my three granddaughters. And that's my son. I says, you have a beautiful family. I said, and... Just looking at these pictures and the smiles, you could just see the love. And she began to share with me how that she'd been down in her back for two years.
she on a ranch and she fell and hurt her back. And that's why she was there at, in, in an assisted living home. And she began to share with me how active she was. She would, you know, drive the tractor. She, she had like a cattle ranch. So inside, she was, uh, she was hurting. And so, we, you know, we talked, and she talked to me about, she started telling me about her life, and she shared with me about the Dust Bowl. Dust Bowl in Oklahoma. And she began to just share all about the Dust Bowl, and she was saying how terrible it was. How people, lawns and different things would just fill up with dust. Dust was everywhere. And so as time went on, you know, we would talk and, you know, it was, I walked in one day and she says, guess what I did today? I said, what did you do today? <laughs> she said, I went and visited a residence on the second floor. I was in my wheelchair. I got on the elevator and I went to the second floor and I visited a resident. And she said, and I had a wonderful time. I went, oh my God, that's great. I said, oh wow. I said, I am so glad you did that. She said, well, you know what? I enjoyed myself today. <laughs> it was beautiful. And so one night, she was a reader. She, she, she would just read. She loved to read. And uh, she would share with me different books and everything. Uh, so one night, she says, I can't sleep. I just can't sleep. And I said, well, you want to play some tic-tac-toe? <laughs> she said, y'all, I haven't thought of tic-tac-toe in a long time. <laughs> and she said, pass me that paper. I said, oh, okay. So you think you could beat me at tic-tac-toe? So she kind of started laughing. And we sit there and we play tic-tac-toe. And I got to tell y'all, she did beat me. She beat me a few times, but I, I, I beat her a couple of times too. And oh my God, she was so happy when she won. And then, you know, after that, she was okay. She went on to sleep. And you know, as time went on, uh, I went into work and we were sitting there. She was reading. Kind of quiet. And the Spirit of the Lord just put in my heart to ask her to go to the chapel. The chapel is always, always open. And I said, would you like to go to the chapel? And y'all, she said, yes. And so I, you know, pushed in a wheelchair we went in the chapel, just her and I was in there, 
And I'm thinking, okay, we're just going to sit here and meditate. and Just be quiet. Have a quiet moment. And she said, push me in front of the piano. So I pushed her over there in front of the piano. And y'all, she began to play. Oh, my God. She played that piano. And you know what? People were walking down the hall. They were sticking their head in the door, looking in. And they were just like, she, Miss K playing the piano. Miss K is playing the piano. They could not believe it. I mean, she was playing this piano. And so I says, uh, will you play a song for me? She said, well, these finger is kind of stiff. I said, oh, my God, you sounds great. I said, will you play What a Friend We Have in Jesus? Y'all, she played that song so beautiful. I mean, it was beautiful. So uh, I asked her, I said, can I video, <laughs> can I video you with my phone? And she said, yes. And... I video her and to send it and send it to her son and everything. It was beautiful. So as time went on, when I asked her, I said, will you play? Because they had piano at different area of the assisted living home. And they had a piano right next to the dining room. And, you know, the piano was on different floors. And I said, Miss Kay, will you play the piano? Uh at dinner tonight, will you play the piano? And she said, yes. And so, as people was coming to the dining room, she was just sitting there playing beautifully soft music. And I am telling you, people were shocked. She had been there for two years. The workers and nobody knew that she could play the piano. Then nobody and she began to play. And you know what? The residents started coming around the piano and they started singing. It was absolutely beautiful. And they would sing and sing. And then <laughs> the chaplain and his wife came through. And when he looked, he saw Miss Kay playing that piano, he said, I did not know that she can play the piano. And his wives sit there and they stood there and they sung a song as she played. So after she played and everything, everybody was going into the dining room and everything. So she and I were sitting at her table and people was coming over saying, how much tell her how much they enjoy her playing, how much they enjoy singing. Oh my god, and just a smile on her face. <laughs> she was just so happy, just so happy. I am telling you that we all can make a difference in people's lives. And you know what? It just takes. Sometimes we we just cannot look at the outer appearance of a person. 
But we have to do pray and ask God to show us the hurt inside of them. And I'm a, I want to encourage you that it's somebody out there that you can encourage. That you could give them inspiration or hope. Because we all need hope. We all need faith to believe. And so I just wanted to take time out and share this with you on today. I have other uh, stories that I want to share with you because I started out volunteering in the early 80s at a nursing home. And then, you know, we went to uh, Sister Living Home, Adult Daycare. And just, just, I just love, love helping and assisting the elderly. So I thank you all for listening to my story. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Hello. This is Sister Ellis from Inspiration and Hope Podcast. I want to share with you the first time I inquired about volunteering. I wanted to volunteer at the Cliff Tower Nursing Home. And I was nervous about going and asking about volunteering. So I got dressed as if I was going on a job interview. And so I, I had my little briefcase <laughs> with some references letter in it and everything. So I went up to the Cliff Tower Nursing Home and I uh, asked the lady at the first front desk, who do I talk to uh, concerning volunteer? And she told me to go up to the uh, floor I know this has been a long time ago, but I think it was the ninth floor and talked with uh, Miss Barbara over the, she was over the, like the entertainment, the activity department. So I went up on the ninth floor and uh, she had somebody in her office already, so I'm sitting out in the hallway I was nervous. I was really nervous. And so so she came out and so asked me to come into her office. And I introduced myself. And I told her, you know, I wanted to volunteer. I wanted to be, uh, see, can I be a help in the uh, nursing home? I stayed right around the corner from the nursing home. And if they didn't, even before talking with her, I would go like on a Saturday and, you know, uh, see, can I help out? And so, anyway, so, as I was talking with her and, um, you know, asking her about, you know, they need to help or anything, y'all, she began to share with me how hard it had been for her. She said, I've been needing help. She says, uh, sometimes, she said, I take my children to school, 
And sometimes I don't get home till sometime 9 o'clock at night. And she, I mean, she just began to share. And y'all, tears just start rolling down her face. And she said, I've been praying. She said, I need some help. And I told her, I said, whatever help you need, you know, we would, we would, we would do it. And so she got out her, she took out her activity calendar. And she began to tell me, she said, once a month, we have a birthday party for the residents that have birthdays for that month. And she says, uh, if, if you can, uh, if y'all can uh, do this, like have come in and uh, set up, you know, serve juice and maple angel food cake or graham crackers. Because some, some of the residents there is on a strict diet and everything. But, and so she began to just tell me what the need was. And so, you know, oh my God, it was a relief for her, y'all. She was really, uh, had been really going through. Um, so I left there. I was so happy. I was so happy. <laughs> and at this time, I was attending um, the Fountain of the Living Word Church with Pastor Jerry Skelton. And uh, he just went home to be with the Lord a few weeks ago. And I told Pastor Jerry Skelton, uh, Pastor Skelton, about the nursing home. And he was excited. He was excited. So uh, I shared it with the other ladies in the, the mission department. And Sister Patton and... You know, this been like in the early 80s, so I know I can't think of everybody, but Rachel and Vera and just other people, even from um, just other churches we know, they came at different times to help us out and everything. And we did, we volunteered there for a while. And even, um, so even still on a Saturday, I would go. And uh, help out. So one Saturday morning, I went to the nursing home, and um, I, you know, stopped by this lady' uh, room. Her door was wide open, and I just, you know, just kind of wave at her and everything. And so she's, you know, like turn her head. So, you know, I said, okay, so went on to another room. You know, you, you help you help out what whatever wherever you can. Some people just might need you to open their milk or juice. Um, you know, just sometimes just handing somebody a glass of water. Sometimes uh some of the residents, some that might just need a napkin, you know, might need to put butter or something on their bread. You would just be amazed just the little help, little helping hand that you have, it will make a difference. Because we know that the the uh employees, people that work there, they can't do or spend a lot of time because they're short of help. 
So volunteering, oh my God, would be a blessing. And let me tell you something. I've learned over the years, you can tell the difference. You can tell the difference of a resident that live there that have family member coming in and the one that don't. You can tell the difference by the way their room smell, the way they are dressed. You can tell the difference by their clothes and everything. I'm telling you, so volunteering will make a difference in the one that don't have family members, don't have uh, anyone to come and see them. And so I remember one Christmas, um, we it was the it was a real big Christmas gathering. So we was gonna be there to serve. Uh, a special, you know, the crackers and everything, but we had other decorations and, and uh, other food, little sandwiches that we served. And Pastor Jerry Skelton came to be with us. And y'all, the, the dining area where we were was packed. It was so many people. Pastor Jerry, he, he was just, oh my God, he was just so surprised at the people that were there and he got a chance to speak he spoke to the resident there I will never forget that it was absolutely beautiful and so anyway um, as time went on I went back by the lady room that I had just kind of waved at we was having the birthday party that night so I stopped by her room and I asked her, I said, would you like to come to the birthday party tonight? And she says, get out of my door. And she said the N-word. And so I went, whoa. But you know what? That, it didn't even bother me. You know why? You know why? Because... I didn't have the problem. I don't. I wasn't dealing with anything like that. She the one that was dealing with something within her. And so, as I went on, as I went, uh, continue on, you know, I was still, you know, just kind of not messing with her that much, you know, because I didn't want to aggravate her or anything like that. So one particular Saturday morning I was there. We had to service the birthday party like on a Wednesday once a month. But one Saturday morning I was there. I waved at her. And y'all, she didn't turn her head. She did not turn her head. And I was saying to myself, oh my God, she didn't turn her head. She didn't turn her head. And so anyway, I went on and, you know, because they were kind of familiar with me around there at this time. And so I went on. And, and that next time, the next time we had the birthday party, I stopped by her room. And I said, hi. Would you like to come to the birthday party tonight? And y'all, she said, yes, I will. I would like to come. Oh, my God. I was saying to myself, oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
I was just, I was just so happy. And so, anyway, uh, I helped her put her jacket on. And she got on the elevator with her because she wasn't in a wheelchair. Got on the elevator with her. And we went to the birthday party. And after that, she would come to the birthday party. As long as she was there, she would come to the birthday party. So, you know what? Sometimes it just takes a little patience. And sometimes we just can't take every little thing so personal. You know, we just be patient and show, let your light shine, showing your love. You know, let Jesus shine in you. You know, light can't do nothing but draw somebody, draw somebody to the Lord. And so that was that was really, really a, a special moment. Okay, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this. As time went on, uh, a lot of time my daughter and I, Sharon, uh, we would just go and uh, uh, have the birthday party. Because this was like five years. And, you know, people, you know, different want to go do a different thing in the ministry. But I continued to go on a Saturday and everything. So one day... It was time for me to go to the party, but y'all, I didn't have no money. I didn't have one penny to buy the 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 age of food cake. <laughs> I didn't have the money to buy the punch. Nothing. And so I was sitting in my chair at home, and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Oh, my goodness. And it came to me. About two years prior, a, my neighbor was moving, and she told me, she said, Thelma, I have something for you, and she gave me a brown paper bag full of S&H green stamps. Do y'all remember, <laughs> remember the S&H green stamps? And no, uh, they had SNH green stamp in the little book. The bag was full of SNH green stamp books. And then she had some SNH green stamps that needed to be put in the books. And I thought about those SNH green stamps, still had the bag. And I remember when we was we was home, we was little, we used to help our mom, our mother, fill up the S&H Green Stamp book. And when mama got so many books, well, you send them off, as I can remember, and you get a prize or whatever you pick out. But back in my mind, I remember someone said, you can... Get cash <laughs> for the S&H Green Step book. That came to me. And I called, and I had to get the phone number from the back of one of those little books. And I know you you younger people, y'all have not going to have no idea what I'm talking about. But I called that number. And I asked the lady about it. She said, yes, you can cash the S&H Green Stamp books in. She told me where, 
to this day. I don't remember what. I think the store was in Wynwood. I'm not sure. But I got the book. I got the bag. And y'all, I found that store. I found the store. And I'm thinking to myself, as I was going in the store, oh, I hope she at least, I hope I can get at least $6. I'm just trying to get enough to get the, what I needed for the party that night. Y'all, I almost fell over backwards when this lady gave me $21 for those books. Yes, I went, oh, I'm saying to myself, oh my God, oh my God, $21. I couldn't believe it. Oh my God, I'm telling y'all. God will make a way, y'all. He will make a way out of no way. He will make a way using SNH green stamps. <laughs> she gave me $21. Y'all, I left out of that place. I went to the store. I got the crack graham crackers, the plates, the cups, the napkins, the angel food cakes. Everything I needed. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. I got it for that party tonight. And not only that, I had money to put gas in my car. <laughs> and then I had some money left over. I'm telling you, I went to that party that night and and uh we did the party. Oh my God. It was just absolutely beautiful. How God just make a way. And you all know God will make a way. I'm quite sure you have testimony. I'm quite sure you've been in a place where you didn't know what to do. And glory to God, he just brought things, made a way, you know, made a way where you didn't see no way. And I thank God. I thank God for making a way that day. And you know what? As time went on, I began to just kind of took time to sit down and talk to some of the residents that lived there. And school teachers, Sunday school teachers, and just sitting down, sitting down talking. One, one school teacher, she would, would tell me, about the classroom, you know, the students. It just brought back memories as they talked about it. It began to share with me about, she began to share with me about her classroom and some of the students she remembered and everything. It just brought back fond memories of what was going on in their life and they were just so happy to talk about it. One, one lady that was there, well, she used to be the choir director. And she would tell me about the singing that they did and how she directed the choir. Y'all, let me tell you something. Just to sit down and just hear them talking about how it used to be with them. You know, how they she used to sing. And she was telling me one of her favorite songs. One of her favorite songs, I think, was 
What a friend we have in Jesus. It was it was a hymn. And uh, one man, one man, he was sitting out in the hallway with like a, a blanket around his shoulder. Used to be one of the deacons at his church. So the Lord put this thought in my heart. And I wrote <laughs> this, my first little booklet. My first little booklet. Just listening to and being a volunteer at the nursing home. My first little booklet. Forgotten but not gone. And I just thank God. I thank God again for being able to share with you. I thank God. Again, uh, just thinking back with Pastor Jerry Skelton, the Fountain of the Living Word Church, was a member there for about 16 years. All the one that volunteered and helped out uh, in this outreach ministry that we did at these nursing homes. And may God bless you. May you continue to volunteer, if you're a volunteer, and do a great work for the Lord. And I thank you, and may God bless you on today, and have a wonderful day.